0: Randolph County Lady Tiger Softball is on the air. High School Sports Network's exclusive coverage of RCHS Softball live from the AHSAA East Central Regional is presented by Southern Union State Community College, your local Safe Farm agent Kim Seifert in Roanoke, WM Grocery, Mike Fields Body Shop, First Bank with branches in Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Goodwater, and Hollis Crossroads and the Town of Widawi Mayor Tim Coe. Live from Shakalaka Park in Oxford, RCHS Tiger Softball.
1: And good Friday afternoon to you, not actually at Chocolata Park. At, uh, we're over at uh, Oxford Lake Park here this afternoon. Tim Altork uh, with us here at Randolph County. The Lady Tigers uh, playing here in their second game of the day. And uh, they'll be playing against uh, Hale County, who uh, lost a heartbreaker a while ago. Uh, Tim, uh, West Kinsey sent me a message and told me to tell you that uh, he does not pay hazardous duty pay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're coming off a very controversial ending to – The game previous to this one that we're about to bring to you, Hale County and (laughs) St. James, quite the ending. And a lot of controversy at the ending of that ball game, and actually throughout, and throughout it, throughout the whole ball game. Yeah.
1: That's, that's exactly right. Uh, and uh, but they got it uh, sorted through. That was uh, that was a winners bracket game, so uh, it did not eliminate either team. But uh, Saint James moves on, and uh, actually, I believe now they're getting to go back over to uh, across the interstate to Chakalaka in Oxford uh, to play, uh, and then the uh, winner of this game will also move back over to Chakalaka. As uh, of course, rain moved through the through the entire state yesterday and kind of uh, wreaked havoc with the uh, entire tournament uh, for the uh, regionals in softball. Uh, I was over in Tuscaloosa and it was uh, quite an experience uh, for a six-hour rain delay and then uh, confusion as to where and who and and uh, what was going on. So uh, we muddled through that and now now I find myself back over here in Oxford with uh, Tim as uh, the Randolph County Lady Tigers look to. Uh, advance here against uh, Hale County. Thank you for uh, joining us uh,
2: here on the iSchool Sports Network this afternoon. And to bring you up to speed, how we got to this point in the tournament for Randolph County, they lost yesterday in their tournament opener, yesterday morning at 9 a.m. They played Prattville Christian, the number one team in the state, and went toe-to-toe with them for six innings before falling 16-10. to 10 and then rain washed out the rest of the schedule for Randolph County yesterday. They resumed play this morning against Gordo in an elimination game, won a nail-biter, a, nail a heart-pounding 2-1 victory against Gordo, in which they, Gordo had runners at second and third with two outs in the bottom of the seventh, a winning run at second base, but they got Randolph County's pitcher Nia Green got a pop fly to right field to end that ball game and keep Randolph County's season alive. So here we stand, another elimination game for the Lady Tigers, as they take on Hale County, and just to touch on some of the controversy and why Hale County is in this game, well, first of all, one of the most unusual s- sequences you will ever see, Hale County was trailing in the ball game. Uh, I believe it was a 3-2 to two game at that point. Mm-hmm. And, or no, they were leading. Excuse me, leading. they were leading 3-2. to, three to two. And they had runners, two runners on base and a girl. One of their hitters hits a home run, but right before she did, the umpire in the field called timeout, no pitch, and the home run was wiped off the board. And so three runs went by the wayside for Hale County, and so their fans were already pretty hot about that. They did end up scoring one run in that inning, but that was it. And so they entered the bottom of the seventh inning with a 4-2 to lead, and St. James – rallied scored three runs in the bottom of the seventh to win that game but that happened not without controversy as there was a substitution uh, I guess objection you would call it by the Hale County coaching staff as to a starter that was substituted for and possibly re-entered the game twice there has been no confirmation of that but that was the argument by Hale County they did not win that argument and the player that stayed in the game turned out to be a key figure in that rally so 5-4 uh, to four was the score in that final as St. James rallied to beat Hale County, and that's why Hale County is in this game playing against Randolph County. And I'll allude to the
1: fact of why I said about the hazardous duty pay. Tim, <laughs> Tim was sitting up here, and Tim decides he's going to go down and talk to uh, some of the folks to find out kind of what they were questioning.
2: We were in the press box, and we didn't know exactly what was going on. There was a long delay between, the, between pitches because the umpires were discussing this whole thing, so I wanted to go find out what was going on. And so Tim, Tim ventured down
1: there, and uh, he told us, he said, if he's not back in five minutes, you better come get him. <laughs> and I told him, I said, Bud, you're on your own. And uh, he finally made his way back up here, but uh, they, they were not real happy about uh, the, the outcome of it. And, and you can understand why. There, there were some questions, and uh, it, it is what it is. And, and guess what? We're here now, and we're going to play a ball game.
2: And that will be very interesting to see how Hell County responds to that. They're coming off a game. Where they feel like they probably should have won, they don't think they should even be in this game right now. And so, how are they going to respond? Are they going to be angry and motivated? Are they going to be disappointed, play dejected? That's going to be a could be a big factor in how this one comes out. But the teams have not taken the field yet. The umpires are on the field. Not sure if they flipped a coin. Uh, don't know who the home teams are, visitor teams. None of that has been determined, or if it has, the information has not made its way up here to where we are. And Well, Hale County's kept their same dugout, so
1: they just stayed put over there, and I don't think it's uh, dugout preference as far as home and visitors. No, uh, I think we'll that just was just wait.
2: that was just a matter of sensibility, no sense in making them switch dugouts since they were already there. But, yeah, going back to Randolph County's first game yesterday, Adam, you weren't here, but and I've, I've told you in our discussions – the past couple of days, that may have been the best game that Randolph County has played this season. They lost 16-10, to but they went up against a pitcher that has been a dominant pitcher all season, a team that's lost only seven games all year. And as I said yesterday during the game, 39 wins that Prattville Christian has this season, 36 of them they have allowed two runs or less, and Randolph County put a 10 spot on them yesterday, and that was a very impressive offensive performance. And strange enough, that's what this game is. They turn around against a pitcher probably throwing half as hard today against Gordo and score two runs, and that ends up being enough to win. So – uh, that's, that's how this game goes sometimes.
1: Yeah, very, very, very strange, strange game. And uh, talking to some of the coaches here earlier, we were talking about, you know, usually usually when you've, you've accomplished something when you hold a team under five runs. So when you're talking 36 victories with two runs or less, uh,
2: that's very impressive. Very impressive. And Randolph County, even though they lost the game, they turned that on its ear yesterday. So I'm not sure what we're waiting for as far as the start of this game. Both teams are in the dugout. The umpires are on the field. And usually this works. Let's take a break. As soon as we do, they'll start playing. So we'll take a break, run a couple of ads, and come back with softball. It's Randolph County versus Hale County coming up right
3: after this.
4: They are familiar faces from high school, from the local grocery store, or even your own neighborhood. Each semester, thousands of local teens embark on a new journey, one that begins at Southern Union State Community College. We believe that you have an amazing journey ahead of you, too, and Southern Union is the perfect place to begin at an affordable price close to home. Visit suscc.edu today to begin your journey at Southern Union.
5: Stuck in a state of falling behind? Struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? Then let State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke help you simplify and get to a better state. Because with Ken handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% and actually help you get ahead. Call State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke today and get to a better state. And we're back
2: at Oxford Lake Park. Had to reshuffle the schedule because of the, all the rain outs yesterday, so the entire tournament is not taking place at Chacalaca Park as it was originally scheduled. Tim Altork and Adam Slay with me for this afternoon's game, the second game of the day for Randolph County. And they're going to take on Hale County. Randolph County comes in with a record of 22-16 and 16 on the season. Hale County, after their loss in the game previous to this, Drops to 26-18, and but record schedules, there's not a lot of common opponents between these teams, and so it's hard to tell based on the record just how good a team is, especially head-to-head, so we'll certainly find that out about seven innings from now.
1: Hale County out of uh, Class 3A Area 8, uh, their actual address is down in Moundville. That's uh, over in the uh, Tuscaloosa neighborhood. So uh, they made that uh, little cross-country trip as well.
2: <laughs> Adam and I have been talking all weekend, I'm sure we're not the only ones, about the way that the regionals have shaken out for some of these teams and the the odd travel that has had to take place for some of the high school teams involved in these Regionals Over here in Oxford, there are a handful of teams from Tuscalo- Tuscaloosa area, even though there was an, a regional in Tuscaloosa, and vice versa. Teams like Ramber and White Plains from right down the road from Oxford had to make the trip all the way over to Tuscaloosa. And so Randolph County kind of got the luck of the draw with this because they got to sleep in their own beds last night. Absolutely. They didn't stay in a hotel. They, they're 45 minutes away from home. And so they, they – and, and I said to, this to you off the air, Adam – they followed the same schedule this morning that they followed yesterday. And so there's no shakeup of the routine as far as that's concerned for Randolph County. So hopefully that becomes an advantage for them as they get started. And we're just jabbering away waiting for them to play softball. I thought they were going to start, usually when well, the umpires are on the
1: field. And, and he's getting uh, – the, the Hale County coach is getting his uh, lineup together over there on the side. I see that. And, and what they may simply be doing, Tim, is just allowing uh, Hale County just an extra minute or two of, uh, to catch their breath after that, uh, that game and especially the, the emotion of that game.
2: And it is a, an unusually quick turnaround. Usually there's at least an hour and a half in between games. At least that's the way they schedule it. But in an effort to keep the games on track, this game was scheduled to start at 1:30. The game before it on this same field ran long, and that involved that game involved Hale County, so they're giving them maybe a little extra time to catch a breather and regather themselves. And now, now we've got the coaches out at home plate with the umpires to exchange the lineups, and we'll be underway soon what else yeah
1: they're they're getting they're getting ready so we're we're only moments away yeah. uh from uh, from this uh ball game here this afternoon I uh, can't wait. This will be kind of my second opportunity to see Randolph County play. I got to see about four innings earlier, and uh, so I'm excited uh, to see it. Uh, and we were talking to, to Coach Robin a little bit about the seventh grader uh, that she's got that plays, and uh, so I'll, I'll get to see a full seven innings of, of action here.
2: Talking about Taylor Sims, the leadoff hitter for Randolph County play in third base, I would assume in this game. That's where she's played all tournament, but she has moved around a little bit in the field throughout the season, but Sims, the seventh grader, hitting over four hundred, and she's been the table setter at the top of this lineup all season long. Uh, not the only seventh grader in the starting lineup. Uh, Robin Wortham's daughter, Brantley Wortham, will play shortstop and bat probably fifth or sixth in the lineup. That's typically where she shows up. And so a young element to this team, but also a lot of seniors for Randolph County, and their strength, Adam, is at the plate. They are going to hit the ball. Despite the two runs that they were able to put up in the game this morning, this team typically can score a lot of runs. And so the question has been throughout the season, can they stop the other team from scoring? And that's going to be the question against this Hale County lineup. As Randolph County has taken the field, they're going to be the home team in this game. And I will look around the defense. It's going to be Nia Green in the circle. And she was the one that had an outstanding game in game number one this morning against Gordo. She went into the... Sixth inning with a shutout. She allowed just four hits throughout that game, one run, and that run came in the sixth inning. So Nia Green did a fantastic job, and that good work has earned her the start again in this second game.
1: You were alluding to the uh, bats of Randolph County, and, and Tim, I picked you up on my way in listening to you come in, and you correct me if I heard you wrong, but uh, nobody on this team, only one player on this team batting below 300 299 (laughs) that's right
2: coming into play today of the starting nine bats in the lineup the only one under 300 was Krista Marable and she's hitting 299 so all of these girls can hit one through nine and that was exemplified in that first game Nia Green batting in the number nine spot had one of the key hits an RBI single in that game so this team top to bottom they are very capable at the plate and we'll see how they do against this lineup of Hale County and if they can hold them then things may bode very well for RCHS to advance in this tournament.
1: Leading it off for Hale County will be uh, number 17, Corey Young. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, if I witnessed it correct in uh, warm-ups, I believe Corey's probably going to pitch too here today for Hale County.
2: So, Nia Green in the circle. And I'm trying to get a good look at the outfield. I think it's Cavender and left again. It's maybe be the same defensive lineup as, as the first game this morning. Cavender and left. Robinson in center. Zoe Johnson in right.
1: And that first pitch was taken outside for ball one.
2: And it'll be Taylor Sims at third. Brantley Wortham at short. Emma Prestridge at second. Katie Pike at first. Keasley Cotton behind the plate. And Nia Green on the mound. So the exact same defensive lineup as we had this morning against Gordo. And the 1-0 pitch from Nia, Nia Green called strike outside corner. And it's 0-2. I got a. If I look through one eye, I can see the scoreboard out there from where I'm sitting. <laughs>
1: see, I thought the first pitch was a ball, so.
2: Oh, was it? I, so, it's one I, I, and one. I thought
1: it was one and one.
2: That pitch stayed high, so now it's two and one.
1: Yeah, he just he just indicated it's two and yeah, one. Two, two balls, two one strike. One. All right. We got it. So my eyes did not deceive me. That's
2: right. It won't be the first time you straighten me out today. I four
1: four sure. pairs of glasses on, and I'm good to go.
2: <laughs> so a two one pitch on the way. Green, it's dribbled foul down the third baseline. Past Sims. And that will even the count at two and two. Cotton hands the bat back to the batter. Who hands it well, that was the on deck batter. She hands it to the real batter.
1: If you can cover the left side of the field, I got the right side field. You well, see, I'm Murphy having a little – I can't see the baseline. <laughs> I can't see the base. So, if it's fair or foul, I'm trusting the umpire.
2: We're sitting in a press box up behind the field and the roof of the dugout on the third base side is obscuring our view. Another shot down that way. Again, foul. So, the count will stay two and two to Corey Young.
1: Yeah, but your, your view is definitely obstructed down the, down the left field side, but I have a, a beautiful view of the right field corner.
2: <laughs> Corey Young hitting leadoff for a reason in 43 games. She's hitting 426, two home runs, 20 RBIs. She scored 55 runs, tops on the team, and she hits one to center field and deep, and it's going to be out of here for a leadoff home run. She got all of that one. And we wondered how Hale County was going to respond to their emotional loss in the game prior to this one, and that's certainly not a good omen if you believe in those things. One to nothing Hale County on the leadoff solo home run by Corey Young against Nia Green. And I will say this, they could score six runs right here, and Randolph County is not out of this game. I've seen it several times a season, including yesterday, where the Lady Tigers have fallen behind by six or even eight runs and, and fought back and won those games. So early runs are certainly meaningful, but they're not going to tell the tale in this ball game, I would guess. Slap hit, grounded to second. Prestridge is there to throw over to first and get the, get the out. And that was Kelsey Gillum. Kelsey Gillum. Gillum, yeah. So she grounds out to second for the first out of the inning, and that will bring up Madeline Langham, number 12, right-handed hitter. Langham steps in. And the first pitch from Green. Looked like it was up. Had the plate, but too high. Ball one to Madeline Langham. How about this batting average, Adam? 5.39 for Langham. 11 home runs, 64 RBIs. You get her out, you're doing something, and they might. Ground ball to short. Wortham has it, collects, throws across, and gets her by a step. Good play by Wortham at short. And after the home run, two quick outs by Nia Green. So the bases are empty, two outs. And it'll be – is that a six? The hair is obscuring the number. Um. It's – there is no 26, so it's 28, Riley Hallman. In the and cleanup that is spot. correct. Batten in the cleanup spot, Hallman, 292, two home runs, 36 RBIs. First pitch was a strike. 0-1 to Hallman. Pitch, hit in the air, pop fly shortstop. Wortham ranges back, makes the catch, and that's the third out of the inning. But the leadoff home run gets Hale County on the board. We go to the bottom of the first, one to nothing, our score.
5: For smoker, grill, or stove, WM Grocery has the finest meats around. Whether steaks, hamburgers, Boston butts, ribs, pork chops, or chicken, it's the freshest cut meats, and you'll find them to fit your budget and to feed your appetite at WM Grocery. You'll find all the seasonings, marinades, and sauces, too. Citizens 55 and older get a 10% discount on Tuesdays. Check out their daily and weekly specials on Facebook, WM Grocery, Widawi Heflin, Piedmont, and Roanoke.
3: Recently found yourself in an automobile accident and don't know your next step? Then let us suggest Mike Fields Body Shop in Roanoke. With over three decades in the auto body repair business and using state-of-the-art collision repair technology, you can't go wrong with Mike Fields Body Shop. You'll find comfort in knowing that your auto insurance claim will be handled professionally and efficiently. Whether it's just a bent or dent situation, a little paint work, or windshield and glass repair, trust your vehicle to Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue in Roanoke.
2: And back here at Oxford Lake, going to the bottom of the first inning, Randolph County getting its first chance at bat against Hale County and pitcher Corey Young. The numbers on Young, if I can find her, 402 ERA, three of four is the record, 17 appearances. So certainly not dominant numbers. and We'll see if the Randolph County lineup – can get to her here early with Taylor Sims leading things off. She takes a called strike inside half of the plate, and it's 0-1 to Sims.
1: <laughs> Our website guys being cute. <laughs> Just a bit. <laughs> he gave us, sent us a gif of Bob Euchre.
2: Pitch off speed. Sims takes it. It floats in high. It's 1-1. One one. Talked about Taylor Sims leading things off a seventh grader. She came into today. This does not include the Gordo game, but she's hitting four seventeen on the season with two home runs, 31 RBIs, and 53 hits in those at-bats. She gets her 54th hit there off the infielder and into center field.
1: Langham had a shot at it, but going to be a tough play as she ranged toward the second base bag and went off the end of her glove and out into short center field.
2: We'll call that a hit. Wouldn't you? Yes, absolutely. And that will bring up Krista Marable. So far, the same lineup has been used by Coach Rob and Wortham in all three games. We'll see if it shakes out the same way for this one. Marable shows bunt with the runner at first, pulls it back, and takes a ball. And it's 1-0 to Krista Marable, one of the seniors on this team. As we said, she's hitting 299 on the season coming in. That probably went down just a little bit. as She did not get a hit in the first game. No home runs, twenty RBIs. Shows bunt, lays it down. It gets to back to the circle. She bobbles it, but they're going to throw Maribel out anyway. But Maribel does her job and gets the runner down to second on the sacrifice bunt.
1: Perfectly executed sacrifice bunt for Maribel there, and the tying run down at second base for the Lady Tigers.
2: And the red hot Kaylee Robinson will hit. Robinson lit up Prattville Christian yesterday. They're playing her like a slap hitter. Y'all better back up because she's not going to slap. She can hit it and hit it hard. Swung back right up, up the middle, middle right through the box, right where they would have been playing. This is not going to score a run. She held Sims as the ball did not even get to the outfield grass before the center fielder got to it. And so Robinson is on at first with a single. Sims had to hold at third, not wanting to take too many chances here in the early going. With a big rally perhaps developing. Now, would
1: she be Matt's daughter?
2: Kaylee is Matt's daughter. That's That's correct. Coach Robinson. Matt Robinson, the assistant coach for the Randolph County Tigers, Lady Tigers. And Katie Pike, cleanup hitter, stands in with a prime scoring opportunity for Randolph County. Runners at first and third. One out. Pike playing first base. Shows bunt, and thought that might have been a decoy. It's not. They throw back behind Sims at third, and it gets into left field. Sims is going to come home and score. Robinson, who took off and stole second on the play, comes all the way around to third, an ill-advised throw by the catcher, and a gift run allows Randolph County to tie things up at one apiece. Catcher's eyes got... Bigger than her arm right there. I don't know. She really didn't have a play on Sims. She got a little greedy. Swung on by Pike. Hit in the air. Shallow right field. Runner tags. Catch is made. Robinson's going to come home. The throw is not going to be in time, and Randolph County has taken the lead. Just like that, and playing a little small ball. Playing small ball, station to station, and getting it done. Taking advantage of the mistakes as well. And a couple of hits, a sacrifice bunt, an error, a sacrifice fly, and Randolph County leads it 2-1. to one. I told you that lead. Wasn't safe. So two outs now in the inning. Base is clear. And Keasley Cotton will hit. She takes up and away. Ball one.
1: I was looking over at your shoulders. She came in into the, the tournament at 373.
2: And Cotton leads the team in home runs. She's got five bombs this year. And she took another pitch out of the zone. It's 2-0. and Here is the 2-0 pitch. Swung on and hit into right. It's going to get down foul. Just foul down the right field line. That certainly would have been at least a single, probably a double for Cotton if it had stayed fair, but it did not. Cotton ropes one in the center, left center. It's going to get down and get all the way to the fence. We'll see if she gets more than a single out of it. She won't. As the ball was hit so hard that the center fielder was able to get to it at the fence and hold Cotton to a single.
1: That's one of those uh, long singles that uh, you're really surprised when it gets to the fence that they,
2: they held her there. You feel cheated as a hitter when you get hit one that hard and that far and only get one base out of it, but that's the the situation she – Victim of her own success there. but Cotton's down at first with two outs, and Brantley Wortham will be the hitter. Wortham off speed. Rolls up there. Cotton takes off. The ball was in the dirt, and Cotton's going to make it. Good opportunistic base running by Cotton. She saw that ball get down out of the catcher's mitt in front of her, and Cotton took advantage of that little window and scooted on down a second. And the throw
1: actually beat her down there, Tim, but uh, she got in under under the tag. They tried, tried to tag her up in the shoulder area, and she was able to get in under that tag. And with Cotton at second, the
2: catcher, with two outs, they'll bring in the courtesy runner, Lexi Key, will take her place so Cotton can get her gear on. Hopefully she won't need it for a while. Keep these bats rolling for Randolph County. Wortham, 1-0 pitch. She lays off a high fastball. And it's 2 0. Oh. Wortham, the other seventh grader that we talked about. And she's hitting 366 for the year, one home run, 18 RBIs. Pitch catches the inside corner at the knees. Two and one now to Brantley Wortham. So if you're a Randolph County softball fan, you've got to be excited about Taylor Sims, Brantley Wortham. Now, on the left side of the infield and in the middle of this order, could be there for quite a long time and could bring some special times to Randolph County softball, but they're trying to make that start today.
1: And she's showing real excellent uh, discipline and the back control at the plate. She was able to check her swing on a, on that earlier pitch. And
2: the 3-1 is popped up, shallow center, shortstop out, center fielder in, center fielder makes the catch, and that's the third out of the inning, but a good one for Randolph County. They answer with two runs in their half, and we will go to the second inning, Randolph County 2, Hale County 1. A
6: school is often the heart and soul of a community, and such it is with randolph County High School and the town of Widowie. The local school and the town in which it's located are synonymous, and one can't exist without the other. That's why Widowie Mayor Tim Coe, along with council members Willie Maud Brown, Brian Cross, A.J. Sims, Brenda Boone, and Elizabeth Knight, and the entire city workforce of City Hall, the Utility Department, Police Department, and Nutrition Center, support the randolph County High School
5: Tigers and congratulate them on a great season. Chartered as Bank of Wadley in 1907, First Bank has seen many changes in banking, but the top priority of personal service remains the same. By listening and responding to the financial needs of their communities and customers with new banking technology and ongoing education, First Bank, Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Hollis Crossroads, and Goodwater pledges. You'll like banking with us. First Bank, member FDIC. New and coming soon from First Bank, the First Bank Go Mobile app
1: allows 24-7 banking, check balances, search your account history, transfer funds, view e-statements, and make mobile deposits. Coming soon from First Bank, the Go Mobile app.
2: Sounds pretty handy, Adam. I need one of those. I need one of those Go Mobile apps. Well, if Randolph County wins this game, they're going to go mobile and scoot on over to Chocolata Park. And they're off to a good start. Leading it 2-1 to one here as we get started in the top of the second inning. It'll em- be number em- 11. Emily LaFoy. Emily LaFoy, who was the starting pitcher in the previous game. And I didn't catch where she's playing defensively in this one, but she's a left-handed hitter. And she digs in against Nia Green, who gave up the leadoff home run and then got the next three hitters. Let's see if Green can settle in. Slab hit. Punched in a good spot over short and out into left field. And that's going to be a leadoff single for LaFoy. She just hit it in a spot where nobody was. It wasn't a hard hit ball. But she slapped it over short in the air on a little pop fly and got it into no man's land. And that's a base hit. And we will have. I believe it's uh, Charlie Mack Lester, number six, I believe. Got a good look at the number. The Pitch from Green. It is six. Bunt is laid down, but it's foul, so it'll be strike one on Charlie Mac Lester. Interesting name there. Charlie spelled C-H-A-R-L-I-E Mac M-A-K. Charlie MacLester. Lester. Like those unique names, Adam. And she's in the hole 0-1 after... Lay it down, a foul bunt. Let's see if she's still got the bunt on with the runner at first and nobody out. Nope. She was swinging away, but the pitch was high, so she took it for a ball. It's one and one. One ball, one strike. Lafoy at first after the leadoff single. The pitch from Green. Bunt again, attempted laid down foul so that's strike two on lester who has twice put the bat on the ball attempting to bunt but hasn't gotten it fair yet
1: i'm trying to get the number for the own deck batter <laughs> she hadn't she hadn't gotten in a position where i can tell
2: Adams. <laughs> tell what she is or who she is looking out for us as we get through the lineup the first time we we're figuring it out as we go. The one-two pitch from Green swung on and smashed. Fair ball down the third baseline and into the corner. It's going to roll past the fence, the temporary fence that does not go all the way to the permanent fence. And so they're going to call it a ground rule double. The runner will have to return to third.
1: Good good job by the umpires there. They immediately recognized what happened. The Randolph County defense uh, held up their hands too. So uh, everybody in uh, unison there and made the call and stopped the runners and put them in the appropriate
2: positions and a break for Randolph County because that certainly would have scored a run LaFoy was going to come around and score on that even if it had stopped at the fence but she has to go back to third on the ground rule double and as you said Adam good job by Cavender out in left field as soon as it got past the fence she threw her hands up and said it's out of play but that's going to bring up number 10 Reagan Johnson and a dicey situation as Johnson smashes one into center field that'll get both runs home and now we've got a three two ball game back and forth. we go. Johnson picks on the first pitch and ropes a single in the center, and that brings home two, and Randolph County once again trails it by one. And you get
1: the feeling early this is going to be one of those games that this could be one of those 12 11 yeah. 15 14 uh, contest, and especially if Randolph County hits the ball as they're capable
2: of. that's right. So don't go anywhere, folks, just because one team may get ahead or score a bunch of runs in a cluster. That's not going to be the end of the story on this one, I'm almost certain. And the hitter will be Summer Stevens. Now with a runner at first, still nobody out, two runs in, three straight hits to start the inning. Stevens shows bunt, lays it down, foul. She got a piece of it, but it went backwards. And trickled past the catcher, Keasley Cotton. So 0-1-1 the count to Summer Stevens. Sims playing in close at third, still anticipating the bunt. Rest of the infield back at straightaway depth. Bunt is shown. Stevens lays it down, third base side. Sims charges scoops throws the first that ball might have gone foul but sims didn't want to take the chance and she was decisive picked it up and threw the runner out had a lot of spin on
1: it and i thought i thought she was going to back off of it there at the end but uh she uh, definitely wanted to get that first out and then uh the pitcher hustled back over to third to cover third where
2: uh third baseman had uh, left it unoccupied so johnson goes down to second on the sacrifice bunt that's the first out of the inning And that's number 13. Allie Gonzalez. Allie Gonzalez, another lefty. At the plate, she shows bunt, pops it up. Sims is going to dive and make the catch in foul territory. The runner scampers back to second. And another good defensive play by Taylor Sims. She has been gold glove all week. And another sharp one there as Sims makes the catch for the second out of the inning. Got to love it when they give their bodies up to make a play like that. And she had to – she needed every inch of that dive or she was not going to get to that ball. That was not diving for show. She had to extend to get to that ball. And good job of hanging on to the ball as she hit the ground with the ball in her glove. So she should be back to the top of the order now. And we are. It's Corey Young hitting for the second time. Two outs, runner at second. So a good recovery by Green. Swung and hit in the air. Looks like it's hooking foul left – Nobody's going to get to it. Foul ball. That ball hung up a long time. Sims, Wortham, and Cavender all gave chase out in foul territory, but nobody was able to get to it. Strike one. It was Young that gave Hale County the Wildcats their first run of the game. She led the game off with a solo homer. Green into the wine, Bounces up there. Gets away from Cotton. The runner's going to move up to third. Cotton now chases the ball down at the backstop. And Johnson has to hold it third on the wild pitch. Another one of those will cost Randolph County a run, so Cotton needs to keep everything in front of her here. The pitch obviously was a ball, so it's one and one now. To Young, pitch is up and away. Ball two, two and one.
1: Film crew in the helicopter uh, across the way.
2: Love <laughs> <laughs> to get that footage. Two one pitch. Off speed, beauty. Green took something off, laid it in there on the outside corner, and Young couldn't pull the trigger. It's two and two. So two balls, two strikes. Young shows bunt, pulls it back, and hits it in the air. Shallow left. That's going to get down for a base hit and drive home another run. Cavender up quickly to get it back to the infield, but a two-out single by Corey Young. And that makes the score 4-2. to two. And she picks up her second RBI on the day. So Reagan Johnson comes home. Probably would have scored anyway. You look back at the wild pitch that put her at third, but on that ball that hung up in the air with two outs, she would have been running. Can't see a way that she wouldn't have scored from second. And Kelsey Gilliam will be the hitter now with two outs. She grounded out to second her first time up. Pitch is called strike on the inside part. 0-1 to Gilliam. Gilliam the lefty. Slap hitter. The 0-1 pitch. slapped to short. Wortham has it on a couple of hops. Gets rid of it quickly and just in time to get Gilliam. For the third out, but not before Hale County puts up a three spot. They take a 4-2 to lead as we go to the bottom of the second.
7: Tanner Health System is advancing health, expanding the possibilities for health in our community. From allergists to urologists, we're everywhere you are, when and where you need us most. Brought to you by the brilliant minds that are making exceptional health possible in our community. We know it takes much more than medicine. It takes medicine beyond measure. Call 770-214-CARE or learn more at Tanner.org.
4: They are familiar faces from high school, from the local grocery store, or even your own neighborhood. Each semester, thousands of local teens embark on a new journey, one that begins at Southern Union State Community College. We believe that you have an amazing journey ahead of you, too, and Southern Union is the perfect place to begin at an affordable price close to home. Visit suscc.edu today to begin your journey at Southern Union.
2: And four to two our score as we go to the bottom of the second inning. And it's been an offensive showcase so far for both of these teams. Hale County got a single run in the first and just put up three in the second. Randolph County had two, it's only time up. Second base. Alright, we're we're piecing together the defense. It's hard to see because we're old and blind and they have numbers that are far away. So uh you said who? Um, Gonzalez, is at, Gonzalez is at second. second. Reagan Johnson over at first. Johnson at first. And the only one we don't have then is the right fielder. And I can't – she won't turn the right way to give us her number. Maybe we can do it by process of elimination.
1: I couldn't see that far if you gave me <laughs> <but> a telescope.
2: <laughs> We're going to send somebody running out to right field to get a good look. At any rate, we know who's hitting. It's Zoe Johnson for Randolph County to lead things off. And she takes a ball low. Johnson hits in the number six spot in the order. Starting right fielder for the Lady Tigers. She takes low and in on that one and is ahead in the count, 2-0. How about Summer Stevens in right field, number 21? She's in the lineup. We haven't said her name yet. Process of elimination. <laughs> <laughs> Two and oh count. Whoa, Mercy.
1: Our friends, the scorekeepers, said, I believe it's number eight out there. And I looked on the roster and I said, Well, there's not a number eight. And
2: so that's the <laughs> powers of logic have led us to the answer. And Zoe Johnson, in the meantime, took a very high pitch that went all the way back to the backstop, and it's three and oh. Guessing she'll be taken here. She is, and it's a four-pitch walk, and Johnson's on to lead off the second. And Emma Prestridge will hit with nobody out and one on.
1: We need to string us a uh, uh, crowd mic out the the door over there.
2: (laughs) That would be – yeah, that's your producer's duties. Prestridge lays down a bunt right in front of the circle. Good job by her to get the sacrifice down. She's thrown out at first. And Johnson gets down to second easily on the sacrifice.
1: Riley Hallman, or Riley Hallman, I should say, did a great job from third base getting that throw down.
2: And Nia Green, the pitcher, will bat. And that is confirmed. It is the exact same lineup as the first game this morning as Green hits in the number nine spot.
1: That one at the knees for strike one.
2: Thank you, Adam. Here comes the 0-1 pitch. Johnson down at second. Low and away, ball one. That'll even the count. i wondering if the, the Beulah game has started. Randolph County will play the winner of Beulah and Pike Road, which is a game that should be taking place simultaneously to this one, but I don't believe they've started yet.
1: Okay, that would be the winner of this game would play the winner of.
2: That's right, because okay. the losers are eliminated. Uh, right. Nia Green took a pitch up and in, so she's got the count in her favor, two and one, and we'll get the info on that other game as soon as we can. And as that develops, we'll pass that along as it relates to this game. Green swings and fouls it straight back. And that will even the count at two and two. And Adam is on the case. The headset is off. And he's doing his duty to find out what's what. So, Nia Green in a 2-2 count. Runner at second. One out here in the second. Randolph County trailing it 4-2. Green takes call, strike three. That one looked like it was could have been low. Green thought so, but umpire says it caught the plate at the knees. And Green goes down looking for out number two. So, back to the top of the order in Tayley Sims. Adams back with an update. Off-speed pitch, inside, off the plate to Sims. It's 1-0. The
1: Beulah-Pike uh, road game is uh, going to be played over here to uh, our field to the left on field B, and uh, they have just got the field lined off and getting ready for action. All right, so
2: Beulah-Pike road, the winner of that game, plays the winner of this game. Taylor Sims pops one up, shallow center field, and it's going to be Lester that comes in from center to make the catch, and that will end the inning. So Randolph County gets a runner to second, but strands are there. We'll go to the third. Lady Tigers trailing Hale County, 4-2.
5: Stuck in a state of falling behind? Struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? Then let State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke help you simplify and get to a better state. Because with Ken handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% and actually help you get ahead. Call State Farm agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke today and get to a better state. For smoker, grill, or stove, WM Grocery has the finest meats around. Whether steaks, hamburgers, Boston butts, ribs, pork chops, or chicken. It's the freshest cut meats, and you'll find them to fit your budget and to feed your appetite at WM Grocery. You'll find all the seasonings, marinades, and sauces, too. Citizens 55 and older get a 10% discount on Tuesdays. Check out their daily and weekly specials on Facebook, WM Grocery, Widawi, Heflin, Piedmont, and Roanoke.
1: And good sportsmanship, a top priority for the Alabama High School Athletic Association and member schools. While enjoying this outstanding event, please give all student athletes your positive support and encouragement. Booing, taunting, and derogatory remarks directed at opponents or contest officials are unsportsmanlike and unacceptable. A public service message from the Alabama High School Athletic Association.
2: And we will go to the top of the third inning. With Hale County coming up to bat, leading Randolph County 4-2. to So far, Nia Green has not been able to quiet this Hale County offense. They got one in the first, three in the second. And hopefully Green can find her advantage here the second time through the lineup as she faces Madeline Langham. There you go. <laughs> Adam's pulling wires and messing with stuff.
1: I was trying to get a little bit more mobile so I could get a little more – while that Let's happened,
2: Langham was retired. Don't know how. My eyes were not on the field. But there is one out in the inning. So a good start to the third. As Riley Hallman will step in, she popped out to short her first time up. It's the three, four, five spots in the order. Pitch called strike outside corner. Perfectly placed by Nia Green to get ahead 0-1. Hallman the cleanup hitter in this lineup. Here comes the 0-1 pitch. Swung on and hit on a line, but softly to Wortham at short. Bad throw. Pike can't handle it, and it's an error. Hallman is on. One hop to first
1: baseman over there, and she's not able to hang on to it. Pulled her off the bag down the right field line, too.
2: And that ball was. Hit on a line. I wonder if it fooled Wortham a little bit. The way it was hit, it looked like it might have been hit hard. Yeah, it but looked it like it knuckled. Yeah, and it wasn't hit hard at all. It may have thrown her timing off a little bit there. But at any rate, she was not able to put a good throw on it. And Hallman is on. We're going to get a courtesy runner.
1: And Kate Jones is going to be the uh, courtesy runner.
2: I'm going to verify that that's a courtesy runner. That's going to be a straight-up pinch runner. Sure. Okay. Because Hallman's the third baseman. So that's a substitution. Anna Kate Jones comes in to run for Hallman here with one out in the third inning. And you make sure you annotate that and put a star by it in your <laughs> official
1: scorebook in case
2: that comes up later. And a funny thing, too, about this roster that could get tricky, they've got a zero and a double zero listed. So this is something that's worthy of, of note on that level, too, as Emily LaFoy punches one foul down the third baseline, and it'll be an 0-1 count on her. I'm wondering if there actually is a is a zero. I haven't seen one yet. But they on the roster now they have that. They have both listed zero and double zero. That's interesting. And you don't see that very often, but no. uh so that begs the question: are those actually two different numbers? Existential question. The runner goes down to second on the ball that bounced in the dirt and temporarily got away from Keasley Cotton. And it didn't get away very far, but it was far enough for Anna Kate Jones to scoot on down a second with one out. And Cotton almost
1: got an assist from Blue behind the plate. It actually rubbed off his leg, bounced off his leg, and uh, it kept it uh, closer to her where she was able to make the play down at second even closer than it actually should have been.
2: So a 1-1 one, one count, swung on and punched again. Shallow left. Cavender comes in. Did she make the catch? No. She fielded it on a short hop. The runner at second had to hold up to see if she was going to catch it. And it's a base hit, but – Jones not able to advance. So a break for Randolph County in that regard. They didn't get the out, but the lead runners has to stay put. So there's runners at first and second now with one out, and it's going to be Lester at the plate who doubled her last time up.
1: And I believe the answer to the uh, question of uh, zero and double zero is
2: correct. It looks like there is a zero on the bench right there. I see her. Swung on and grounded to second. Prestridge is going to feel that her only play is going to be to first. And she makes that play to get the out. As Lester is retired on the ground out, in the process the runners move up. It'll be Jones to third, LaFoy to second, but two outs in the inning now. And Reagan Johnson will be the hitter. She had a two-run single her last time up. Don't want to see a repeat of that right here. Let's see if Nia Green can get out of this mess and keep it a 4-2 ball game. Johnson stands in, first pitch from Green, swung on and popped up on the infield. Who's going to take it? It's Pike who calls from it, for it from first, makes the catch, and that will retire the side for Hale County. They get a couple of base runners, but nothing more. We'll go to the bottom of the third, still 4-2. to two, Hale County leads it.
3: Recently found yourself in an automobile accident and don't know your next step? Then let us suggest Mike Fields Body Shop in Roanoke. With over three decades in the auto body repair business and using state-of-the-art collision repair technology, you can't go wrong with Mike Fields Body Shop. You'll find comfort in knowing that your auto insurance claim will be handled professionally and efficiently. Whether it's just a bent or dent situation, a little paint work, or windshield and glass repair, trust your vehicle to Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue in Roanoke.
6: A school is often the heart and soul of a community, and such it is with randolph County High School and the town of Widawi. The local school and the town in which it's located are synonymous, and one can't exist without the other. That's why Widowie Mayor Tim Coe, along with council members William Maud Brown, Brian Cross, A.J. Sims, Brenda Boone, and Elizabeth Knight, and the entire city workforce of City Hall, the Utility Department, Police Department, and Nutrition Center, support the randolph County High School Tigers and congratulate them on a great
2: season. And we're back for the bottom of the third inning. Randolph County trying to do something about a 4-2 lead for Hale County. And the Lady Tigers will send the 2-3-4 spots in the lineup. Marable, Robinson, and Pike do up. Let's try to put a dent in this 4-2 lead. Maribel laid down a sacrifice bunt her first time up. My guess is she will not be bunting to lead things off here. Against Corey Young. And here we go with the bottom of the third. Young pitch high and away. Ball one to Marable.
1: I'm going to run down there in between innings and check the uh, velocity on the pitches. Got a, got a jug's gun down there.
2: Pitch to Marable. Drops in there for a called strike. It's one and one. Is that a jugs gun or is that a camera? I wonder if that's, they're recording the pitcher and the, and the hitters. Hale County's had that device attached to the fence for the last couple of games, so I'm not sure.
1: Now that's a good question. Now that you pointed out, it could be a video camera.
2: Pitch is high to Marrable. It's two and one. It's It's attached to the fence right behind home plate. I would guess that it's catching the pitcher and also the batter. In it's field of vision, so whatever they're recording or using that for, it's something right home plate. Swing and a miss or a foul ball, actually, by Marable. It drops right at the feet of the catcher. And that's going to be a 2-2 count to the designated player. We were talking over the Anna Kate Jones situation. She came in as a pinch runner for Hale County in the last half inning. Now, I'm not sure how the flex works, to be honest with you, in softball. But if she's a flex, she may be able to come back in. Marable takes a called strike three. And that's the second time that low part of the zone has been called a strike against a Randolph County hitter. And it's bit him twice with two strikeout lookings once against Marable and once against Nia Green in the last inning. And that'll bring Kaylee Robinson to the plate. Robinson singled and came around to score back in the first. Perfect pitch, painted the outside corner to Robinson 0 1. Robinson has been red hot in this tournament. Had a huge game yesterday. Swing and a miss. She just flailed at that one. She was badly fooled at an off-speed pitch. Started her swing and couldn't stop it, and the ball wasn't even halfway to the plate. She that, was.
1: That, Tim, that's about the first time I've seen the off-speed from Young.
2: Yeah, she really pulled the string there, so 0-2. Oh swing and a miss, strike three. Just a tough sequence there. She got... Robinson got carved up. A good job by Corey Young, and three pitches and another strikeout as Robinson goes down swinging. And that'll bring up Katie Pike with two outs and nobody on here in the third.
1: Young thought it was the third out of the inning too. She was a, she was <laughs> about halfway over to the first base line, getting ready to go
2: hit. I can tell you from experience that is a great feeling when you put three pitches back to back right where you want them like that and get the result that you get. You know, she was probably more excited than. She should have been, forgot the situation. First pitch to Pike out of the zone. It's a 1-0 count. Now to Katie Pike, who hit a sacrifice fly and has an RBI to her name in this one. Swung on and hits softly to short. Pike not running well after the collision yesterday, so she's going to be thrown out at first, and that will retire the side in order for Randolph County. In the third, we will go to the fourth. Four to 4-2 still our score.
7: Tanner Health System is advancing health, expanding the possibilities for health in our community. From allergists to urologists, we're everywhere you are, when and where you need us most. Brought to you by the brilliant minds that are making exceptional health possible in our community. We know it takes much more than medicine. It takes medicine beyond measure. Call 770-214-CARE or learn more at Tanner.org.
5: Chartered as Bank of Wadley in 1907, First Bank has seen many changes in banking, but the top priority of personal service remains the same. By listening and responding to the financial needs of their communities and customers with new banking technology and ongoing education, First Bank, Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Hollis Crossroads, and Goodwater pledges. You'll like banking with us. First Bank, member FDIC.
1: First bank excited to announce the first bank go or first bank Go Mobile app coming soon. Convenient 24-7 banking services available to most First Bank online customers. Coming soon, the First Bank Go Mobile app.
2: Four to two our score as we start the fourth inning. Hale County leading Randolph County, still anybody's ball game. Nia Green still in the circle for the Lady Tigers. She'll face the 8-9-1 spots in this Hale County order. Summer Stevens. Ali Gonzalez and leadoff hitter Corey Young do up.
1: Whatever the device is there, they're resetting it every time uh, they uh, switch half innings.
2: And maybe just some sort of a marker on the tape if they're recording it. Who knows? Listening to us talk about technologies. (laughs) Yeah. Mm, You got that right. Is probably not the source you want to go to for your technology information. One ball, no strikes to Summer Stevens. <laughs> Although we do know what we're talking about with the First Bank Mobile app. Fly ball to center field. Robinson goes back to the fence, looks up, and it's out of here. A solo home run by Summer Stevens. And now the score is 5-2 to two in favor of Hale County. Thought for a minute as Robinson was going back that she might have a beat on that one, but... She got to the fence and ran out of room. Steven circles the bases, gets a big hug at home plate from her mates, and the lead increases. It's a three run margin now, and it's the second time that Hale County has led off an inning with a home run in this ball game, and that'll bring up Ali Gonzalez. Second baseman. Gonzalez last time popped out to third. That was that diving catch on a bunt attempt by Taylor Sims. One of the best defensive plays we've seen today. Gonzalez takes a strike on the outside corner. It's 0 and 1. Gonzalez, left handed hitter. Wait, it's the 01 pitch. Here it is. It's up and away. Green took something off. Couldn't get it in the zone. It's 1 and 1.
1: Time called by the base official is uh the, the uh they were retrieving the home run ball.
2: Ah. Oh. They've got the the temporary fence in the outfield. Uh, set up at the proper distance for high school softball, well in front of the ter- permanent fence. So that temporary fence, there's a lot of space within the field, of within the fenced-in area in between the two fences as a base hit off the bat of Gonzalez goes into center field.
1: Just out of the reach of the diving Prestridge. Over at second base.
2: And that's going to get Matt Robinson out of the dugout to come to the circle and talk to his infield. And remember now, Nia Green pitched the whole game this morning. She's three-plus innings into this one. It's becoming a very warm day. And you wonder if fatigue's a factor. Maybe that's what Robinson is out there asking her about. Are you tired? If you are, we've got other girls that can come in and get this Get this job done. Well, whatever he heard, he's satisfied. Green's going to stay in there for now. we haven't seen Katie Pike pitch. Don't know if she's available. We've seen her hobbled. She pitched yesterday but had a collision at home plate and has not looked the same with her mobility since that collision. She's playing first base but don't know if she's available to pitch. So, Nia Green is given the task right now. The ball is launched, home run distance, and then some, but foul off the bat of Corey Young. That's about as far as you'll see a softball hit.
1: And that pitch, Tim, was down and in on the knees, and somehow she got the head of the bat on that. Uh, we were talking about that earlier in, in the break uh, in, and in between games, how hard that is for the right-handed hitters to hit.
2: That seems to be, in general, a weak spot. A go-to spot for pitchers is that inside corner at the knees. That's where that pitch was. You're exactly right, Adam, and she crushed it. Good thing it was foul. Pitch, swung on, looped over short, and it's going to get into center field for a base hit. Gonzalez will stop at second. Again, she had to wait. The ball was not – that ball was not hit hard at all, but in a good spot over the shortstop as Wortham couldn't get to it. And we've got runners at first and second with still nobody out.
1: Yeah, that that ball was actually hit off her hands there.
2: Yeah, jammed her a little bit. And Kelsey Gilliam, the catcher, she's grounded out twice. She'll stand in there now with runners at first and second and nobody out. A run already in here in the fourth. Five to two, our score. Bunt laid down perfectly in front of the circle. Green has it. Her only play is to first in time to get the runner. And that's the first out of the inning.
1: She yeah. did a tremendous job. She barehanded that one. She didn't didn't let it get into the glove, and uh, that was the only chance she was going to have to throw her out.
2: Yeah, if she hadn't done that, she wouldn't have got her. Green moving quickly to make a good defensive play off of, out of the circle. Now runners at second and third. One out, and Madeline Langham, the hitter, she's 0 for 2. Pitch is up. Langham takes it for a ball. It's 1 and 0. Mention mentioned Langham's numbers, 0 for 2 is a headline right now for Langham as she came in hitting 539 with 11 home runs. Playing with fire with two runners in scoring position with her at the plate, but she hits it in the air to right field. Johnson's got it. She's going to make the catch. The runner tags. The throw comes home. It's not going to be in time. A sacrifice fly RBI for Langham, and it's 6-2. to So, Gonzalez comes home on the sacrifice fly. Young moves up to third. Two outs now in the inning. And Riley Hallman will hit. Hallman's popped to short and reached on an error. First pitch to her. Swung on, fouled back to the screen. It's 0-1-1. Six to two, our score. Two runs across here in the fourth for Hale County. But two outs in the inning. A runner at third. And Nia Green needs to get this third out and leave that runner stranded. Pitch. Swung on it. Hit slowly to to the circle. Green bobbles it. She can't pick it up in time. And the runner is safe. Mercy.
1: It rolled up in her glove and then rolled out before she could get her hand in there to throw it over to first.
2: And it might... It seemed like she may have been a little too nonchalant. I think she thought she had more time than she did. And by the time she picked up that ball and made the throw, that time had expired. The run comes home on the error. And it's 7-2. to two. And this is something that we haven't seen in this tournament from Randolph County. So far in the first two games, the defense has been rock solid. And while we've seen a couple of good plays and some some routine plays handled. There's also been a handful of errors in this ball game, and that was a costly one there.
1: Interesting defensive positioning here for Randolph County against the left-handed Lafoy as they bring the left fielder all the way in on the
2: infield. Well, that's where she's hit the last two times. She's punched the ball right in that spot where Cavender is out in left field. And so they brought her in to defend that spot where LaFoy has gone two for two and hit it right there both times. Pitch is up. It's a ball. I believe it counts 2-0. and The first pitch, I'm not sure. We were looking at the defense and didn't see the pitch. Yeah,
1: I wasn't watching the pitch either. I (laughs) I was looking at the defensive alignment. Because the right fielder's playing near the line over on, in right field.
2: Here comes the pitch. Slap back to the mound. Green has that one cleanly, throws over to first, and that's going to do it. But three runs come home, a couple of hits, three hits, a home run, an error, and it all adds up to a 7-2 to two lead for Hale County as we go to the bottom of the fifth.
4: They are familiar faces from high school, from the local grocery store, or even your own neighborhood. Each semester, thousands of local teens embark on a new journey, one that begins at Southern Union State Community College. We believe that you have an amazing journey ahead of you, too, and Southern Union is the perfect place to begin at an affordable price close to home. Visit suscc.edu today to begin your journey at Southern Union.
5: Stuck in a state of falling behind? Struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? Then let State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke help you simplify and get to a better state. Because with Ken handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% and actually help you get ahead. Call State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke today and get to a better state.
2: I closed out the last inning incorrectly. I said we're in the bottom of the fifth. It's actually the bottom of the fourth. So Randolph County with a little more time, but they need to start making, taking advantage of it. They trail it seven to two and would love to put a dent in that lead or heck, let's put a five spot up there and tie it up.
1: If that's your only mistake of the day, Tim, you're way <laughs> ahead of me.
2: <laughs> It'll be Keesley Cotton to lead things off in the fourth inning. She takes high for ball one. It's one and zero to Cotton. cotton singled in her only trip so far in this game she's one for one swung on and hit a mile in the air on the infield it's going to be langham who calls for it at short near the third base side of the infield and makes the catch for out number one
1: that ball hit right up in the sun she did a good job shielding her eyes with her glove
2: those can get tricky when they're up in the air like that. That's as high a pop-up as you'll see off the bat of Cotton. She's out number one, and Brantley Wortham will hit. She flied out to center her first time, 0 for 1. Pitch is in the dirt, taking for a ball, 1-0 and 0 to Wortham. And here is the 1-0 pitch. Young into the line, up and away from Wortham. Almost got past the catcher. Gilliam had to stand up and reach high to keep that one from going to the backstop. It's 2-0. Pitch low and in. So Wortham has got herself a 3-0 count. She'll be taken here. i would be shocked if I'm wrong about that. Her team trails it by five. They need base runners. One of them shows Bunt, this is almost certainly a decoy. The three-0 pitch. she pulls it back. It's right through there called strike.
1: and an update from the other field over here, uh, Pike Road leading Beulah three to nothing in the first.
2: pitch to Wortham. Swung on and hit hard foul down the third baseline. Wortham turned on that inside pitch. Couldn't keep it fair. So it's a full count now. And as it stands, if everything holds the way it is, it'll be uh, (laughs) – I just drew a blank on who's playing on Pike Pike, Road. Road, and (laughs) Pike Road and (laughs) Beulah. It'll be Pike Road and Hale County playing in the next game, but Randolph County and Beulah still have something to say about that. 3 2 pitch to Wortham. That one's low, and she's worked a walk. Good AB by the Randolph County shortstop. She's on base with one out, and Zoe Johnson will come to the plate. Johnson drew a walk her first time up, and she was stranded at second, back in the second. Pitch is low. And so far this inning, Young struggling to find the zone. One ball, no strikes to Zoe Johnson. Pitch. That one hit the corner outside. One and one the count. Here's the 1-1. One, one. Low pops away from the catcher momentarily. Not far enough for Wortham to go anywhere. So two balls and one strike to Zoe Johnson, the senior right fielder for Randolph County. 2-1. Swung on and hit to short. They're going to go to second for one. They're not going to double up Zoe Johnson. She beats out. The throw on the relay, but they get the lead runner as Wortham is retired at second on the fielder's choice. So Johnson takes her place at first. Two outs now in the inning on the 6-4 putout. Young so far <clears throat>
1: so far here in this game, Tim, she's uh, getting the pitches inside and uh, she's handcuffing the Randolph County batters. And that, that's a little bit of what I see here. Uh, they're not getting the extension on, on the bat.
2: Nothing out over the plate and not a lot of hard hit balls. Everything is sort of not struck solidly off these bats of these Randolph County hitters. Johnson tries to steal second and she's thrown out. And that will end the inning. Johnson got aggressive, tried to get in scoring position with two outs, but she's thrown out, thrown out, trying to steal second base. And now we'll go to the fifth inning. Randolph County trails it seven to two.
5: For smoker, grill, or stove, WM Grocery has the finest meats around. Whether steaks, hamburgers, Boston butts, ribs, pork chops, or chicken. It's the freshest cut meats, and you'll find them to fit your budget and to feed your appetite at WM Grocery. You'll find all the seasonings, marinades, and sauces, too. Citizens 55 and older get a 10% discount on Tuesdays. Check out their daily and weekly specials on Facebook, WM Grocery, Wedowie, Heflin, Piedmont, and Roanoke.
3: Recently found yourself in an automobile accident and don't know your next step? Then let us suggest Mike Fields Body Shop in Roanoke. With over three decades in the auto body repair business and using state-of-the-art collision repair technology, you can't go wrong with Mike Fields Body Shop. You'll find comfort in knowing that your auto insurance claim will be handled professionally and efficiently. Whether it's just a bent or dent situation, a little paint work, or windshield and glass repair, trust your vehicle to Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue in Roanoke.
2: Well, the game is not out of reach by any means, but it's getting close. Randolph County trailing 7-2 to in the fifth inning. They're going to have to hold them right here. They don't want to lead this lead to get any bigger if Randolph County is going to make a comeback against a pitcher that's done a good job of holding this Randolph County offense in check. Nia Green still in the circle, and she's going to try to hold these Hale County Wildcats right where they are. And she'll face Charlie Mack Lester. Reagan Johnson, Summer Stevens, 6-7-8 in the order. Here in the top of the fifth. Elimination game. Loser goes home. Winner advances on in the tournament. Green's pitch. Swung on. Hit foul. Right side and out of play. Johnson gave chase over there, but she didn't have a shot at that one.
1: And if you win, you get to take a little short bus ride across the interstate. That's right. Go down and
2: exit. Head over to Chakalaka. Waiting for Zoe Johnson to get back to her spot in right field after chasing that foul ball. She's ready to go. So is Nia Green. So is Charlie McLester. It's an 0-1 count. Green's got her side. She's on the stripe, and here we go. Pitch is low. That'll even the count at one and one Ooh, Keasley Cotton. <laughs> That's twice. Keesley Cotton has thrown the ball past Nia Green, trying to get it back to her in the circle. The first one bounced sure. at Green's feet. That one went over her head, and Cotton just looks in the dugout like, I don't know, yeah. I can't wait. And she's
1: shaking her head back there. <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on.
2: <laughs> one and one the count. Swung on and hit in the air to left. Cavender's got to go back. She's still running. She puts the glove up. She can't get it. It's down against the fence, and it's going to be a double. The throw comes into third, and Sims looks the runner back, and Lester is on at second with a leadoff to Bagger. Not the start you want for Randolph County, already trailing by five runs, and you wonder how long they're going to stay with Nia Green here. She's still still going. And the pitch to Johnson is low. Ball one.
1: Tim, I think the Sun played a big part in that. one. When Cavender when went back to get it, uh, she was looking up, and I think she was a little confused.
2: She did not get a good jump on that ball. It seemed at first when it was hit it would have been catchable, but she didn't get a good jump when it was hit. And she, that son may have played a part into it, her locating where it was initially off the bat. That one was called a strike. So it's one and one to Reagan Johnson. Pitch, swung on and hit in the air to left the other way. Cavender is going to run and make that catch, and the runner will have to go back to second as she was not tagging up, assuming that that one might get down, and a break for Randolph County as the fly ball to left is caught by Cavender, first out of the inning. Lester has to stay put at second. So a good first out, and Summer Stevens will hit. She's in the number eight spot in the order, but she's no gimme. She hit the solo home run her last time up. Pitch taken on a hop by Cotton. Comes in there low. It's one and zero to Stevens, and watch the runner down at second. They're signaling something to the batter. Not sure if it's location or if they're picking up the signals of Keesley Cotton. See how she raised two hands, so she's looking at the setup of the catcher, I believe. Yep. Pitch is inside, and it's two and zero to Stevens. We used to have something like that when, we, when I played high school ball. I'll tell you about it after this pitch, 2-0. and And there's the signal. She's signaling to the outside, and that's where the pitch goes. It's popped up to second. Prestridge goes back, makes the catch, and again the runner has to stay put. So two good outs after the leadoff double, and Nia Green has settled down in this inning.
1: The base runner when she's when she was making the signal on on the pitch prior to that she held up both hands and waved her fingers and then on that one she pointed out toward right field with one hand. Yeah. So it, it's got to be a location signal.
2: If we were stealing signals, we would we had a player playing in the coaching in the third base box and he would give us a code. If he called your last name, uh, you know, let's go, Torque, You know, you know, it's a fastball. You know if you said your number, it's a change. We had something like that where if we were picking them off, we would give signals, and we tore somebody apart one time doing that because they didn't know we were stealing their signals, and we were we knew what was coming every time. Alec Gonzalez at the plate, pitch popped up, and the, there's interference there at second at short. The ball was caught in left field. The runner and the shortstop collided, but Wortham is okay. I think the collision knocked her mask off, but Cavender came in and made the catch nonetheless out in left field, and that's going to retire to the side. So Randolph County gets out of a leadoff double situation without a run scoring. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth, seven to 7-2 our score.
6: A school is often the heart and soul of a community, and such it is with randolph County High School and the town of Widowie. The local school and the town in which it's located are synonymous, and one can't exist without the other. That's why Widowie Mayor Tim Coe, along with council members William Maud Brown, Brian Cross, A.J. Sims, Brenda Boone, and Elizabeth Knight, and the entire city workforce of City Hall, the Utility Department, Police Department, and Nutrition Center, support the randolph County High School Tigers
5: and congratulate them on a great season. Chartered as Bank of Wadley in 1907, First Bank has seen many changes in banking, but the top priority of personal service remains the same. By listening and responding to the financial needs of their communities and customers with new banking technology and ongoing education, First Bank, Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Hollis Crossroads, and Goodwater pledges. You'll like banking with us. First Bank, member FDIC. New and coming soon from First Bank,
1: the First Bank a Go Mobile app allows twenty-four-seven banking, search your account history, transfer funds, view e-statements, and make mobile deposits. Coming soon from First Bank, the Go Mobile app. Almost hit the red button again. Team.
2: <laughs> don't touch the red button.
1: The red button. The first rule of broadcasting. Don't touch the red button. Don't touch the red button. It's kind of like the eject button
2: in the a, in a <laughs> cockpit of a plane. Uh, launch us right out of here emma Prestridge to lead things off for randolph county trailing at seven to two in the fifth bottom of the fifth inning starting to get a little short on time here lady tigers let's get these bats going
1: and i hope this alert on my phone is not true because it says a brief rain shower will begin at three
2: thirteen, and that's in about 17 minutes that's extremely specific Pitch bounces up there to Prestridge. 2-0 and is the count. She took the first pitch out of the zone as well. Prestridge. This is just her second time up. Randolph County has just two hits in this game so far. After all the bragging we've done on their bats, they've suddenly gone quiet. But the pitch is up and away to Prestridge. And it's 3-0. 2-1 now, rather. The umpire has corrected us. Two balls, one strike to Prestridge. There comes a 2-1 pitch from Young. That one bounces up there. Now it's 3-1. And,
1: and if it's going to rain, it's going to appear out of nowhere. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's not a cloud in the sky on the radar, is there?
1: There is not a blip on it.
2: Not a blip on the scope. Three balls and one strike. Prestridge, here's the pitch. And that one's low as well. Prestridge is on with another leadoff walk. Good at bat. And that's exactly what the Lady Tigers need, are base runners. Third walk of the game for Young. And Nia Green will hit. And a lot of times offense can be contagious. If one person puts a good swing on them, on a pitch, that can start to spread around, rattle the pitcher a little bit. They haven't made Young uncomfortable with the bats. Green hits a little pop over the pitcher. It's going to be fielded by the shortstop. She bobbles it. and Everybody's safe. Everybody's safe. I, was, I couldn't see the umpire from where I was sitting. And so he signals safe. Just that little bobble. Langham came over. It was not a hard hit ball, but it landed over the pitcher in between the circle and the bag at second. And Langham could not pick it up cleanly by the time she did made the throw. Green had reached, so an E6. I think if she gets it cleanly, she throws her out. Had a little spin on it, kind of like a golf shot. But like you said, Adam, base runner is the name of the game right now for Randolph County. They'll take them any way they can get them. So first and second, and Taylor Sims will hit. She takes low. And so now maybe Young's starting to feel the pressure a little bit. Well, and so
1: far, the Randolph County batters are laying off that inside pitch a little bit, too.
2: Not getting jammed and trying to hit it. The 1-0 pitch, same spot, low and in, 2-0 to Taylor Sims. First and second, nobody out. A walk and an error i Have accounted for the base runners, lowing in again to Sims. It's three and zero. We've said before this Randolph County team can score in bunches. Three zero taken all the way. Sims never moved. It was right through there. The old automatic. Three and one now. This is the pitch where you'd like to see it happen for Randolph County. Here's the 3-1, and it does happen. It's low in the dirt, ball four. So without a hit, Randolph County has loaded the bases here with nobody out in the fifth. This is their absolutely their best f- threat since the first inning, and that will draw a visit to the mound from the catcher and the coach for Hale County as Krista Marable Prepares to hit with the bases loaded and nobody out. A walk. An error. And oh. another walk. And a fly flying around. <laughs> and Emma Prestridge. <laughs> Emma Prestridge is down at third. Neo Green at second. And Taylor Sims at first. The umpire has to go out and tell him to quit talking, let's play ball. And they do, and we will. Marable's in the box. She sets her feet. Young's got the ball. She's got her sign. And she's into the line, the first pitch to Marable. Same spot where Young has been missing low and in, and it's 1-0 to the designated player for Randolph County.
1: Every one of those pitches here in this inning have missed Low
2: and inside. You almost want to make her throw a strike here before you swing. Maribel Ooh. did not think likewise. She had a hack at a fat pitch right there and just missed it, fouled it straight back. That was – can't blame her for swinging yeah. at that one. That was a hittable pitch.
1: Yeah, and it, it probably looked like a basketball being thrown up there <laughs> at her too because it was, ju- it was just
2: in that uh, in that groove. So one and one to Maribel. Pitch, swung on and fouled off again. Two good cuts. She's not getting cheated. But she's behind in the count, one and two. <laughs> got to give one of them back. There you go. All right. She, the catcher had two, <laughs> two softballs, one in her glove and one that she threw back to the pitcher. They were exchanging b- b- balls with the umpire. They finally got it figured out. And Marable's going to get a one-two pitch. Here it is, swung on, a miss. Marable chased a high fastball out of the zone, and she is the first out of the inning.
1: That one up in
2: her eyes. A little too aggressive there for Marable. You can't blame her for wanting to make something happen with the bases loaded, but she chased a bad one there. And Kaylee Robinson will hit now, bases loaded, one out. Pitch to Robinson, called, strike, outside corner. That one might have been a little generous there, but Young gets the call. If Robinson could find a right center
1: field gap there, uh, they can run for days.
2: And anything on the ground up the middle is going to score two runs. That one bounces well in front of the plate, and that will even the count at one and one. The shortstop is wide playing closer to third than she is to second. Same thing for the second baseman, playing closer to first than she is to second. Anything up the middle past the pitcher is going to be paid her for Randolph County. Swing and a miss. Throw back to first behind Sims. She dives back safely. And a one-two count for Prestridge. I mean, I'm sorry, for Robinson, who chased a high one herself. And it's one ball, Two strikes. Pitch to Robinson. Swung on and lined right at the second baseman. They're going to double off Taylor Sims, one of the hardest hit balls of the game. Turns into a double play for Randolph County, and that's how the fifth inning ends. A tough break for the Lady Tigers. We will go to the sixth inning. Randolph County still trails it
7: 7-2. Tanner Health System is advancing health, expanding the possibilities for health in our community. From allergist to urologist, we're everywhere you are, when and where you need us most. Brought to you by the brilliant minds that are making exceptional health possible in our community. We know it takes much more than medicine. It takes medicine beyond measure. Call 770-214-CARE or learn more at Tanner.org.
4: They are familiar faces from high school, from the local grocery store, or even your own neighborhood. Each semester, thousands of local teens embark on a new journey, one that begins at Southern Union State Community College. We believe that you have an amazing journey ahead of you, too. And Southern Union is the perfect place to begin at an affordable price close to home. Visit suscc.edu today to begin your journey at Southern Union.
2: And we're getting ready to start the top of the sixth inning. 7-2 to is our score. Hale County leading Randolph County in this elimination game in the East Central Regional here in Oxford. Nia Green still in the circle for Randolph County. And she'll have to contend with the top of the order for Hale County. Corey Young, Kelsey Gilliam. Madeline Langham, the 1-2-3 spots. And Young, in particular, has been a headache. She's 3-for-3. Three three. She has a home run, two RBIs, and has scored two runs. Love to keep her off the base paths to start this inning. And we'll see how that double play affects the morale and the momentum of this game. The Randolph County loaded the bases with nobody out and got nothing out of it the last half inning. And a lot of times, a game can swing on an inning like that. Let's see how... The Lady Tigers respond. Looks like they're going to get young. She hits a fly ball to left. Cavender is over and makes the catch. So one pitch, one out here in the sixth. Good start to the inning. And that will bring up Gilliam, the catcher, 0 for 2. She's grounded out a couple times and laid down a sacrifice bunt. First pitch to her, taken just inside off the plate. Looked pretty good from our vantage point, but probably a little bit inside. It's 1-0. There's the 1-0 pitch, swung on and hit on the ground to short. Wortham's going to have to hurry. She's not even going to be able to make a throw. She had to eat that one. An infield single for Gilliam. Nothing Wortham did wrong there. That ball was not hit hard at all. Once it got past the pitcher, it was trouble. Wortham fielded it, and by the time she looked up, Gilliam was almost all the way across the bag.
1: So, Looked like she stumbled a little bit, Tim, and she, she had to move a step or two to her right and looked like she stumbled and went down to one knee and came up, and that cost the time.
2: So Madeline, Madeline Langham will hit. With one out and one on. In the dirt, runner goes. Throw made, but it's going to be tardy, and Gilliam steals second. Not a good pitch to throw on. If you're Keesley Cotton, the pitch was low and in. She had to field it on the short hop, and by the time she got it out of her glove, Gilliam was sliding into second. So now the runner's at second with one out, and a 1-0 count to Langham. Here's the pitch swung on and rope past third and into left field. They're going to wave the runner home from second. That's going to score a run. The throw comes into second. Wortham can't handle the throw. Langham is safe, and a run is in, and it's eight to two. Nothing cheap about that. Langham ripped it past Sims at third into left field. Gilliam. Running all the way, came home to score the eighth run of the afternoon for Hale County. And Langham is at second with one out with Riley Hallman at the plate. Pitch swung on and hit in the air to right center. Johnson's going to run over and not make the catch. My goodness, she dropped it on the run. Another run is going to come home to score. Hallman stops at second. A play that Zoe Johnson makes 99 out of 100 times. That was the one exception. I don't know if she may have stumbled as that ball came down. That may have played a factor into it, but as it hit her glove, she lost her footing almost simultaneously, and the ball popped out of her glove. Tough break for Zoe Johnson and Randolph County, and it's 9-2. to two. Yeah, I agree with you, Tim. I think she did lose her footing out there,
1: and that uh, caused her from being able to come down with it.
2: Not what I would call a routine play. She had to catch it on the run. Line to third. Sims makes the catch and would have had a double play, but the, they couldn't get anybody over to cover the bag in time. So LaFoy lines out to Sim, to Sims at third base for the second out of the inning. Hallman has to scamper back to second. And Sims was playing
1: inside the bag. That ball got to her real quick, and and the second baseman not going to have any chance to get back over to the bag at second.
2: That's right. The way they were lined up defensively, there yep. was nobody covering second base. And so Lester will hit with two outs and a runner at second. Nine to two the score. The ball is hit in the air, down the line. Cavender on the run, in foul territory. She can't make the play, and it's strike one. Cavender's getting a workout over there in left field. She's had to run all over the place, left and right.
1: Hale County done a good job of uh, spraying the ball around, utilizing the entire field.
2: Yes, they have, and they've got that lineup that bounces back and forth between right-handed hitters and left-handed hitters as there's a foul ball to your point, Adam, down the other other line. She just fouled one down the third base line, and now she fouls one down the right field line. But as I was saying, they go lefty-righty a lot in this lineup. There's – Three left-handers, the slap hitters, they got power hitters, they've just got all the elements that you want in a good offense, and they've put them all to use in this ballgame so far, 9-2 to two our score. And taking advantage of the long ball, a couple of solo shots. That's right. Popped up on the infield. Prestridge calls off Pike and makes the catch, and that'll be out number three, but not before Hale County adds to the lead. They get two across, and we'll go to the bottom of the sixth. Randolph County trailing at 9-2. to two. For
5: smoker, grill, or stove, WM Grocery has the finest meats around. Whether steaks, hamburgers, Boston butts ribs, pork chops, or chicken. It's the freshest cut meats, and you'll find them to fit your budget and to feed your appetite at WM Grocery. You'll find all the seasonings, marinades, and sauces, too. Citizens 55 and older get a 10% discount on Tuesdays. Check out their daily and weekly specials on Facebook, WM Grocery, Widawi, Heflin, Piedmont, and Roanoke.
3: Recently found yourself in an automobile accident and don't know your next step? Then let us suggest Mike Fields Body Shop in Roanoke. With over three decades in the auto body repair business and using state-of-the-art collision repair technology, you can't go wrong with Mike Fields Body Shop. You'll find comfort in knowing that your auto insurance claim will be handled professionally and efficiently. Whether it's just a bent or dent situation, a little paint work, or windshield and glass repair, trust your vehicle to Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue in Roanoke. Sixth That's inning.
2: Odd. Now we go. The red button got at him again. Bottom of the sixth. Seven, not seven, nine to two, our score. And Randolph County, we said as this game got started and the teams exchanged scoring sequences that this was going to be a high scoring game. Hale County has held up their end of that deal. Randolph County so far has not, but they've got another shot and one more after this if they need it. But they've got to get to work. They trail it nine to two. Katie Pike at the plate. Pitch low and into Pike. It's 1-0. and oh. it's Nothing wrong with the way that Randolph County has approached this game hitting-wise. They've been very patient for the most part. Taking their walks when they've been presented with them, but the hard-hit balls and the string of hits together has not come as Pike fouls one out of play to even the count at 1-1. One and one. She almost <laughs> ran right into that. <laughs> <laughs> A fan in the – seating area behind first base where that foul ball went i guess somebody said heads up and she took off running and almost ran right into the path of that base softball you got to watch and see where the ball is folks you can't just start running around she did a good job holding the drink and the popcorn (laughs) (laughs) it's all about the priorities the ball is low to katie pike it's two and one
1: all while she was holding them both above her head. <laughs> and now she's on the phone.
0: Watch
2: the game, folks. <laughs> I don't know who that is or who that's a fan of. Back up the middle off the glove of the pitcher. Pike not running well at all. And then she's going to reach on the wide throw as it gets past the first baseman. And Pike is on. That ball hit Corey Young's glove right back through the box. And trickled back behind the circle. It was the shortstop Langham that came in and made the throw. And with her rush to get rid of that throw, she threw it wide of the bag. And Katie Pike is safe. They're going to run for Pike. It's going to be Lexi Key. And this is a pinch running situation, not a courtesy runner. Key will come in and run for Pike. And I'm going to call that an error. I think a good throw gets her there. Yeah. And I believe Langham probably didn't realize she had the kind of time that she did.
1: Yeah, she definitely came up firing. And I really thought Young had a chance, a better chance to get it behind her because it didn't—it didn't trickle far behind the pitching circle.
2: Yeah, it didn't go very far once it hit her glove. At any rate, it's a runner for Randolph County, and they'll take him any way they can get him, as we said last time. And Keesley Cotton will hit. She takes high for ball one. So Lexi Key. The pinch runner, she's at first. Nobody out here in the sixth. Pitch. Swung on and hit on a line into right center field. That's going to get all the way to the fence. Key slowed down. Now she's running. And Cotton's going to be held to a single. They're going to be at the corners with nobody out.
1: Similar situation in the last inning. Not able to push anything across for Randolph County. This is a time you got to take advantage of it.
2: That's right. They loaded the bases with nobody out in the fifth. And some bad luck on a hard-hit ball turned into a double play, and they were not able to score even one run out of that situation. First and third, nobody out here, and Brantley Wortham will hit. Pitch, swung on a miss. Wortham didn't get it. It's 0-1. And did not get cheated with that swing. Yeah, very aggressive. Swing, strong swing at a good pitch. She just missed it. Here comes the 0 1 pitch. Up and away from Wortham. That'll even things up. Wortham, 0 for 1. She reached on a walk back in the fourth. One ball, one strike. Here's the pitch. Swung on and hit in the air. Popped up. Shallow center field. The runner's going to tag. The catch is made. Nope. She didn't time that up very well. And no chance to advance. So the fly ball to center does not allow the runner to move home with the run. And Lexi Key, the pinch runner, the seventh grader getting her first experience on the base path. And some of that inexperience may be showing right now. Pitch to Zoe Johnson. Throw back to first. They're gonna throw behind Cotton. Now the key is gonna get hung up between third and home. She races back to third and gets back safely. It's not been a <laughs> a very comfortable trip around the bases for Lexi Key, but she's still out there. And they threw. what happened is they threw behind Cotton at first. And instead of going back to first, Cotton took off for second. Instead of throwing to second, they threw back behind Key at third. But everybody is safe. Runners at second and third now. And Lord only knows what the pitch was to Johnson after all that action. I don't know what the call was. We'll have to get the count here in a minute. But that pitch is low, so that one's a ball. I'm waiting for the umpire to bring us up to date on the count i know there's one ball i believe the first pitch was a ball too if i'm going to guess we know where that gets us but second and third one out johnson hits one in the air to right that one is going to get down in front of the right fielder one run's going to score they have trouble picking it up but cotton had to wait to see if it was going to be caught and it's nine to three an rbi single for zoe johnson finally the hit that Randolph County has been begging for with runners on base. I'm trying to figure out what home plate umpire is doing over here. He's looking at they're going to run for Cotton. That's Ansley Pike who's come on to run. And Emma Prestridge will be the hitter. So it's Pike at third. Zoe Johnson at first. And if Zoe Johnson takes off, she can just about beat everybody to the base. They're playing so wide a second. Pitch is low. Johnson does not go. And Emma Prestridge has herself a 1-0 count. Prestridge, no official at bat. She has a sack bunt, and she's walked. Pitch swung on, fouled straight back to the screen. Johnson may be a little gun shy over there at first after she got caught stealing the last time she reached base. But with a first and third and one out, you'd love to see her get down to second. Yeah, and you're talking about the middle
1: infielders, they're pinched both toward third and first. And I believe she could outrun them to the back from <laughs> that one. I think point. she could.
2: Pitch is inside to Emma Prestridge, and that'll bring the count to two and one. The right fielder playing
1: very, very shallow. Yeah.
2: Although I don't, I, I don't blame Randolph County for being conservative. You're trailing by six runs. You certainly don't want to get into an unnecessary out and cut short a rally here. Pitch is low to Prestridge. It's three and one. Outs are very, very valuable at this stage in the game, as are base runners for Randolph County. They've got one run home here in the sixth. They've cut the lead to nine to three. Runners at first and third, still one out. And Emma Prestridge in a favorable count. The 3-1 pitch, swung on and ripped foul out of play over the right side. Hard hit ball, but she was late. That pitch was up a little bit. Made good contact, but didn't time it up. So it's a full count. And we'll see if Johnson's going on the 3-2 pitch. Here it is. It rolls up there, bowling ball, and the bases are loaded. So second walk of the day for Prestridge. Johnson gets to second without having to steal it. And in bowling standards, it would have been a gutter ball. (laughs) That's right. It was not down the lane, it was in the gutter. Yeah, so Nia Green will hit with the bases loaded and one out. Why don't you just knock one out of here, Nia? Yep, yeah, a big chance to help herself. Just poke one right over that fence. That one's low and in. Ball one to Nia Green. I think
1: I think the heat and the fatigue is set into Young here.
2: Yeah, it's a fully exposed field. Sun beating down in the hottest part of the day. There hasn't been a shadow on the field all afternoon.
1: Almost in a situation where she needs to just take a
2: strike. 1-0 to Green. She does just that. That one gets right through there, and it's 1-1. But you're right. That's a sound strategy in this situation. Your pitcher is... Starting to lose her control of the strike zone a little bit. As I said, base runner is at a premium. Make her work. One ball, one strike, now Nia Green. Digs back in. Pitch, low and in, two and one. A walk means a run. Here comes a 2-1 pitch from Young. Swung on and fouled out of play over the right side. And that will even the count at 2-2. Two two.
1: Those guys were paying attention that time,
2: Tim. <laughs> they rattled, they got the cage rattled a little bit the last time. You got to stay alert.
1: And when they got games going on on three or four fields over here, There's, you yeah. better you better stay alert anyway. There's
2: softballs flying all over the place. Green fouls another one off that keeps the count at two and two. So Green's battling up there, and so is Young. And just the game within the game, Young. The umpire had a ball in his pocket. And apparently Young doesn't like that one. She was waiting for another one to come back into play that yep. was fouled off. And I can identify with that as a former pitcher. You find the, the balls that you like and you want to keep using it. Fouled straight back at him. <laughs> you heard that one, folks. That hit the window right in front of us. It would have landed right on our laptop if not for the safety of the structure in front of us.
1: That's real glass, too, not plexi. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it held up. So, still two and two. Green's fouled off three straight. Here's the pitch. Swung on and hit in the air down the left field line. And the catch is going to be made out there by LaFoy. Pike had to race back to the bag. She did not tag up. And out number two is recorded. Not sure why she wasn't tagging in that situation. The ball was hit towards the line, but it hung up in the air. Never really thought that that one was going to get down, but at any rate, there's two outs in the inning. No runners move up. Base is still loaded, and Taylor Sims will be the hitter. Sims one for two. She singled and came around to score in the first, Fly to center and walked. Pitch is low, 1-0. and oh. This is a big moment in this game. Randolph County came up empty with the bases loaded last inning. They've got one across so far in this one, but they really need to start taking advantage of this opportunity. If they're going to make a comeback in this game, they trail it 9-3. to three. Sims takes another pitch. It's 2-0. and oh.
1: At the point of the game where they need to score run in runs in bunches.
2: That's right. Time not on Randolph County's side. Swung on and hit foul on the ground, past third. That brings the count to two and one. And we haven't seen Sims really square one up really all day. She didn't hit the ball hard against Gordo and hasn't done so particularly in this game. Now would be a great time for it. Here's the 2 1 pitch. Swung on it. She did <laughs> smash that one. She, she squared that one up. <laughs> <laughs> but foul. <laughs> Down the left field line and out of play. And that'll even the count at 2 and 2. And that's been the problem on those inside pitches. Even if it's hittable, it's almost impossible to keep it fair.
1: Yeah, and the Randolph County batter's sitting right up on top of the plate, too, as,
2: as well. Here's the 2 2 pitch to Sims. Taken low for a ball, full count. So the merry-go-round will start with the full count. Bases is loaded, two outs here in the sixth. A big pitch in this ball game if Randolph County is gonna make any kind of comeback. And Taylor Sims is ready. Corey Young into the wine. The pitch swung on and grounded foul up to third baseline. So we'll do it again. So, full count. Young has a softball. She's back in the circle. Time's called as they throw a ball in that was out of play. It gets rolled back into the umpire. He's got to chase it. He gives it to the catcher. <laughs> she gives it back to him. <laughs> I think he thought that was the ball that the pitcher wanted. She already has the one she wants. And 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 now we're She definitely has her favorite one, too. I think she does. That's right. And now we're ready to go. And here comes the 3-2 pitch. Swung on and fouled off again. Good job by Sims to stay alive. Pitch was down and in, but too close to take. She swung and fouled it off. So for the third time, Sims will see a 3-2 pitch. Here we go. Swung on, popped up. On the infield, the pitchers call for it, and she makes the catch near the first baseline. And another bases loaded opportunity goes by the wayside for Randolph County. And we will go to the seventh inning. The Lady Tigers trail it 9-3. to a school is often the heart and soul of a community,
6: and such it is with randolph Kennedy High School and the town of Widowie. The local school and the town in which it's located are synonymous, and one can't exist without the other. That's why Widowie Mayor Tim Coe, along with council members William Maud Brown, Brian Cross, A.J. Sims, Brenda Boone, and Elizabeth Knight, and the entire city workforce of City Hall, the Utility Department, Police Department, and Nutrition Center, support the randolph Kennedy High School Tigers and congratulate them on a
5: great season. Chartered as Bank of Wadley in 1907, First Bank has seen many changes in banking, but the top priority of personal service remains the same. By listening and responding to the financial needs of their communities and customers with new banking technology and ongoing education, First Bank, Wadley, Roanoke, Rockford, Hollis Crossroads, and Goodwater pledges you'll like banking with us. First Bank, member FDIC. Well, here we go, seventh inning. Randolph
2: County trailing at 9-3 to three as Hale County comes to bat in the top half of the inning, and it'll be a new pitcher. For the first time today, someone besides Nia Green's going to throw a pitch. It's going to be Emma Cavender, who's been out in left field. She comes on in relief, and this may answer the question of whether Katie Pike was available to pitch. I would be surprised if she was.
1: Yeah, I think her mobility was was severely hampered.
2: And that's not a commentary on Cavender. She's no, been no. one of the most effective pitchers for this squad. But I think if you had a choice, Katie Pike might be the one. You want to go with your senior when you've got a chance. And At any rate, Cavender's in the circle in relief of Nia Green, and she will face – the 7-8-9 spots in the order for Hale County. And basically, not basically, it's what's happened. Nia Green and Emma Cavender have swapped positions. Green's out in left field. Cavender's in the circle. Pitch, swung on, hitting the air to center. Robinson barely has to move. She makes the catch. One pitch, one out. Good job by Emma Cavender to start the seventh. So Johnson is retired, and unless something drastic happens, that'll be her last at-bat of the day. Puts the bow on a one-for-four afternoon for her. Summer Stevens will hit. She's one for three. That one, a solo home run back in the fourth. She takes up and away for ball one. Cavender ready to go. It's 1-0. Pitch. Grounded to the third. Sims has been a black hole over there. You don't want to hit it to her. And she's up to the task again as she throws out Stevens for out number two. And if we don't give it the chance, I just want to say it one more time. Tally, Tally Sims has been fantastic defensively throughout this tournament, all three games, every opportunity she has had, she has made. And then some. She's created some opportunities of her own with some spectacular plays. And the glove has been great. The arm has been great. Taylor Sims, good work at third base. Pitch to Allie Gonzalez to call a strike. Yep,
1: called it a strike. <laughs> she took something off of that one, and it fell in the fell in the bucket.
2: Yeah, it had a little loop to it and painted the corner, 0-1 to Allie Gonzalez. Gonzalez, she's one for three. She singled and came around to score back in the fourth. The 0-1 pitch outside and low, and that'll even things up at one and one. Here is the one one pitch. Out in front of that one, she yanked it foul down the first baseline. It'll be one and two. Cavender's gone slow, slower, and slowest on these three pitches, and it's been effective. She's ahead. Let's see if she comes back with something with a little heat on it and try to catch Gonzalez napping. I think she's going to come up and in here. One and two, here's the pitch. Up and away, she got Gonzalez to chase, and it's a strikeout, and that's out number three in the inning. And Randolph County, that inning went by so fast, they're not used to it being that way, and that was the third out. They didn't realize it. We'll take a break, come back with the bottom half of the seventh. Do or die time for Randolph County, back after this.
7: Tanner Health System is advancing health, expanding the possibilities for health in our community. From allergist to urologist, we're everywhere you are, when and where you need us most. Brought to you by the brilliant minds that are making exceptional health possible in our community. We know it takes much more than medicine. It takes medicine beyond measure. Call 770-214-CARE or learn more at Tanner.org.
5: Stuck in a state of falling behind? Struggling to keep up with your kids, your finances, your insurance, your life? Then let State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke help you simplify and get to a better state. Because with Ken handling your auto, home, and life insurance, you'll have more time to handle everything else. More money, too. Because adding State Farm policies can earn discounts that could add up to 40% and actually help you get ahead. Call State Farm Agent Ken Seifert in Roanoke today and get to a better state.
2: Well, Randolph County down to its final three outs in this tournament, its final three outs in this season. If something doesn't change, they trail it 9-3 to three in the bottom of the seventh inning in this elimination game against Hale County, and they will send the 2-3-4 spots in their lineup to try to come up with a miracle rally here in the seventh. Krista Marable will lead things off. She's 0-2 officially, a couple of strikeouts. She also had a sacrifice bunt back in the first. Marable looking for her first hit of the day. And Tim, they're
1: tied up. Uh, Beulah and Pike Road tied up three apiece in the fourth over here on the field to our left.
2: And the winner of that game gets the winner of this game. Marrable swings at the first pitch, fouls it back to the screen. It's 0 1. And the defense, <laughs> it's just, I, maybe I've just never noticed it before, but the shortstop is playing so far over towards third base and that may be an indication of how they're going to pitch Maribel. She pulls a fly ball into the left. The infield doesn't matter on that one as she flies out for out number one. So one out, bottom of the seventh. Kaylee Robinson will be the hitter. Robinson has a hit in three trips. She scored a run. Swings and pops it up right at the plate. Catcher and pitcher, it's going to be the catcher who puts it away for out number two. And Randolph County down to its last out. And Katie Pike, the senior, will try to keep things going. Sorry, Katie Pike's a junior. <laughs> Anyway, she pops it up to first. The catch is made, and that is going to end the ball game and the season for Randolph County. They go down to Hale County 9-3 after a hard-fought swing through this tournament. Three games, the Randolph County Tigers last, but that is the end of the line for the ladies from Weedowie. We'll take a break and wrap everything up here from Oxford right after this. Once again, Randolph County loses 9-3 to back after this.
4: They are familiar faces from high school, from the local grocery store, or even your own neighborhood. Each semester, thousands of local teens embark on a new journey, one that begins at Southern Union State Community College. We believe that you have an amazing journey ahead of you, too, and Southern Union is the perfect place to begin at an affordable price close to home. Visit suscc.edu today to begin your journey at Southern Union.
3: Recently found yourself in an automobile accident and don't know your next step? Then let us suggest Mike Fields Body Shop in Roanoke. With over three decades in the auto body repair business and using state-of-the-art collision repair technology, you can't go wrong with Mike Fields Body Shop. You'll find comfort in knowing that your auto insurance claim will be handled professionally and efficiently. Whether it's just a bent or dent situation, a little paint work, or windshield and glass repair, trust your vehicle to Mike Fields Body Shop, 123 Industrial Avenue in Roanoke.
2: So Randolph County sees their season come to an end. The Lady Tigers fall to Hale County 9-3. They missed a couple of opportunities late in the game. They loaded the bases with nobody out in the fifth, couldn't score, loaded the bases with one out in the sixth, and then only got one across. And those missed opportunities ended up to ultimately cost them the ball game. 9-3, the final score against Hale County. And Randolph County closes the season with a record of 22-17. and And that will put a wrap on our coverage of the regional tournament here both in Tuscaloosa and Oxford. Thanks for listening all day yesterday and today. For Adam Slay, I'm Tim Altork. Thanks for listening to the softball, to our softball coverage on ischoolsportsnetwork.com. So long, everybody.
0: High School Sports Network thanks you for listening to this exclusive presentation of RCHS Lady Tiger Softball. Executive producers of I School Sports Network are Wes Kinsey and Adam Slay. To listen to the replay of this game and other presentations from iSchool Sports Network, follow us on SoundCloud. Just search iSchool Sports Network. For more content from your favorite team, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.